everybody. Welcome to I Wish I Would Have Known, the only podcast hosted by four educators with over 70 years of combined professional experience. We are here to help you survive and thrive in all aspects of life. Welcome back. This is Jennifer, and I'm joined today by Kelly, Heather, and Christy. And our special guests today are Levi and Radiance Terrell. They uh, had some unique situations in college. They were both NCAA athletes, and they also transferred schools and went to school out of state. So those are some of the issues and uh, situations we're going to be talking about today. Welcome. You guys want to <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, guys. So will you tell us a little bit about where you went to college to begin with outside of high school? Yeah, I could start us off. So um, I went to college in Omaha, Nebraska. I um, grew up in Missouri. So um, I knew that I wanted to kind of get out and go out of state for school. I just kind of wasn't sure where. Um, so Omaha, Nebraska is where I ended up landing. And I played football there um, for a couple of years and then ended up transferring um, due to some unforeseen circumstances that we can, I'm sure we'll get into. But uh, transferring after a couple of years down to Southeast Missouri State, and then I transferred back to Omaha um, after my football eligibility was over. So bounced around a bit, but all around had a great experience. Awesome. Yeah, and, uh, for me, I um, have a similar path, <laughs> obviously, but I went to, um, from Minnesota, I went to college at University of Nebraska at Omaha. Um, after my sophomore year, I ended up transferring to Southeast Missouri State, and I finished my degree back at UNL. Okay. So you both have um, been college athletes and um, went through the whole recruiting process, and which I'm sure was a little time-consuming and maybe a little bit nerve-wracking at times. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so... Um, yeah, for me, uh, football was my sport. Um, so once I finished up my last season, kind of started that whole recruiting process with coaches and uh, with my mother. She sent out all kinds of videos and film and everything to all these different colleges. Um, I ended up having a handful of smaller schools reach out and that were pretty interested. Um, as all athletes, I really wanted to go, with, you know, Division One if I could. I wanted to go as high as I could go. So. Um, it ended up the first college visit that was offered to me was in Omaha. Um, and actually a, a bigger school, Southeast Missouri State, had also offered um, for me to come out and take a visit. Um, just scheduling-wise, Omaha came first. So in that process, I took a trip out to Omaha um, and did the college visit there. Ended up loving it much more than I expected that I would. Um, and then, but I, it, my mind still wasn't made up. I wanted to go to a visit at Southeast Missouri State. Um, it was a Division One AA school, and Omaha was a Division Two school. So that definitely intrigued me. Um, but actually, when I got back from my visit to Omaha, I had a uh, we had a message from my coach, or who would be my coach at Southeast Missouri State, saying that they had signed a running back that same weekend that I was in Omaha. So the prior full scholarship that we had discussed um, would be going down to a half scholarship if I did decide to go ahead and go to Southeast Missouri State. So um, 
because of that, that kind of made my decision a little bit easier because Omaha was still offering. Um, it was Division Two, so they don't do outright full scholarships, but uh, they offered everything but books, um, which was was close enough for me, um, and you know it was a great opportunity. So once once that other scholarship went down to a half, I went ahead and followed through with going to Omaha. Yeah, made the decision pretty easy, huh? <laughs> How about yeah. you, Radiance? Um, well, right out of high school, I knew that I wanted to dance in college. So that was kind of like my main driver for picking a college. Um, my coach at uh, UNO actually taught me at a summer camp in, in um, high school. So uh, I didn't personally know her. I took a few classes from her. Um, but once I was kind of in the arena looking for a school, she reached out to me and offered me um, a partial scholarship and uh, right then and there, I kind of knew um, after going to the school that I wanted to go there. So that was a pretty easy decision for me. Do you guys feel like um, there's anything that students going into sports in college might need to know in regards to, you know, the time commitment that it takes, you know, and staying on top of your studies and everything? Yeah, it's definitely a much bigger commitment than in high school. Um, you know, so just making sure you ask any of those questions that you might have and realizing that, um, you know, off season, especially you may be doing five or 6 a.m. workouts and then going to class, you know, for four or five hours a day. And then right when your classes are over, following up with a practice or something after that. Um, so it's definitely very time consuming. Um, I know that I was kind of, I was really excited about it. And, um, you know, I, I, like most athletes really, loved our sport, so I was okay with it. But um, after a while, as that workload progresses and as classes tend to get a little bit more um, demanding, it is something that you have to really keep an eye on um, and just be aware of as you are scheduling classes and as you are, um, you know, figuring out what your semester is going to look like. Because it can get overwhelming if you're not careful and you load on a lot of credit hours and you still have all these responsibilities to your sports team. So, Yeah. I would agree. Um, I think the, the time commitment is a lot bigger in college. Um, uh, it might be a lot different for, of it for student athletes coming from high school because you, have, um, you might have morning workouts and then afternoon practice and evening practices um, you know, all in the same week. So you really have to be diligent about um, making a schedule that works for you. Uh, I know when I was at the beginning of college, I was kind of booked all day long. So you have to really manage that time to make sure that you have time for yourself. But it is it is a bit bigger commitment if you are coming from high school into like a serious college sport. Do you feel like as an athlete, there were extra supports in place to help you be successful in your, you know, classes? And was there a GPA requirement that you had to maintain? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was a GPA requirement and then also there were study hours. So um, you know, if, if a student athlete fell below a certain GPA or grade, then they were required to do study hours, which is another thing to factor into your time. But it is really helpful because you get that kind of built in time away. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was the same same concept with uh, football. They did have like tutoring or um, study a study hall hour that we went to, and then we had a a GPA level that we had to stay at in order to stay eligible. Um, and then on top of that, that GPA also determined if those study hall hours were mandatory or if they were just something that um, you were doing on your own. 
So if, if you wanted to keep control of the most of your time, it's definitely beneficial to be just diligent about your grades. Um, it's better if you can manage yourself with, you know, getting to class, doing your work, because when it comes to coaches stepping in and managing you, um, it usually just leads to less of your free time um, in the end. So. So both of you had kind of unique situations while you were at um, UNO. And, you know, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you navigated um, your transfer and kind of why each of you maybe had to look at a different school? Um, I know one was due to athletics and one was due to, I guess, dropping a major. Um, so can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So um, after my sophomore um, football season, um, in the spring of my sophomore academic year, um, the school program actually dropped both the football team and the wrestling team, um, really due to them moving up a level into the Division One AA, um, and basically the conference they moved into just didn't support those teams. So they were looking to drop those and bring in um, a couple others, men's soccer, and I forget the other, but um, it was very messy. None of us saw it coming, including the coaching staff. It was something that the um, administration made the decision without really letting any of us know. Um, so it really was as simple as, um, you know, we, us going into the weekend, having a football team and having uh, lifting and workouts scheduled for that following week. And then by the time Sunday came, um, we had heard that we no longer had a football team there at UNO and that we would, if we wanted to continue playing, we would need to find a new place to play in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, so very uh, confusing as a you know young college student, especially one who's expecting to be playing somewhere or to be somewhere for the next couple of years. You know, I, I at least thought that was uh, predictable enough of the future that I could bank on it pretty well. Um, so then we kind of got thrust back into the recruiting, um, you know, rigmarole, however you want to say it. It was back to doing college visits um, over uh, spring break. It was back to talking to coaches, kind of figuring out um, what would be the best fit for me. And the timing was really poor um, because it happened about a month after National Signing Day for college football, um, which meant there were plenty of coaches and teams who had seen me play in the last couple of years and were interested in having me on their team, but they didn't have any scholarships left because they had just used them on an incoming freshman class. Wow. So that became my biggest hurdle um, going into this second round of recruiting was finding a place that had money um, for me. Um, and finally I, I did land back at Southeast Missouri state and, you know, the school that I was kind of originally looking at as well. Um, that coach just had a habit of holding back an extra scholarship just in case any Division One fall downs came or anything like that. Um, so I was able to step in onto that team and get a scholarship, um, luckily. So uh, that kind of is what guided my transfer process, and then I ended up finishing out my uh, college football career at Southeast Missouri State. Wow. For me, it's kind of the same timeline. So um, that same Sunday that football got canceled, um, I was obviously there. All, my, all of our friends are football players, so that was a pretty hard time. But that Wednesday of the same week, I ended up getting a letter from my major, which at the time was early childhood education. 
um, and they were letting us know that at the end of the semester they would be ending the major and that if we wanted to continue it, we would have to go to University of Nebraska-Lincoln, um, which for me was a big deal because I was from out of state. Um, being from Minnesota, I didn't know anybody from Nebraska. Pretty much the only friends that I had were from UNO. Uh, so it was kind of like starting over wherever I went. I would have to find a new friends. I would have to find a new major and all of that. Um, so that was pretty difficult to navigate as a sophomore in college. Uh, I took a little bit longer to decide where I wanted to go. Um, I wanted to continue pursuing my teaching degree and also dance, um, but dance looked a lot different now that we didn't have football games to dance at, and it just kind of made everything a lot like less of the college feel. Um, so after Levi had got accepted and um, given a scholarship to Southeast Missouri, uh, my whole family was kind of talking, <laughs> telling me about it, um, but it turns out that Southeast Missouri is a great teaching school, so um, it kind of fit with both of us looking for, um, I was eligible to dance for the dance team, so um, I auditioned and made the dance team that, that incoming year, my junior year, um, and then was able to continue my degree as well. I guess listeners might be a little bit confused, so to give a background, you two met in college and oh, began yeah. dating <laughs> and, uh, and are married today, so correct? Yes. <laughs> freshman year, uh, our first week on campus. So. so, you know, we're anticipating a lot of um, students and families might be going through a similar situation with the whole transfer issue. Several universities have already come out, major universities like Stanford. Um, have already said that they are cutting athletic programs to meet budget restraints and cutting programs, majors. Um, what kind of advice would you offer to students and families finding themselves in that position um, at this point in time? Um, I would say the best advice I could give on that subject is uh, take a deep breath and uh, you know realize that even though it's very chaotic and there's a lot of unknowns, um, you know, everything's going to pan out, even if that does look like a lot of times it may be really scary to even think of the thought of taking a year off, you know, before starting back or getting back to college. Um, that can kind of seem like a worst case scenario, but in the grand scheme of your full life and everything, um, it's not an, an awful plan. You know, it can really help kind of get things back into perspective. Um, so if that works best for you, that may be an option. Um, if, if you are a good online learner, you know, then there's, there's going to be a lot more opportunities for that coming up. Um, so yeah, I just say, take a deep breath. Um, you know, do what's best for you. Don't try to rush anything or jump into something because you feel like, you know, you might be missing out or missing a deadline if you don't, um, stress about it and do all this stuff because, uh, it's all going to work out. This is new for everyone, but, uh, things will pan out. So. Yeah. Just to echo that, um, kind of taking a deep breath. Thing. Uh, all of this is kind of a new new arena for all of us um, but in the grand scheme of it it's all going to work out so just taking your time to really weigh your options and um, look look at it for what it is instead of what you're wanting it to be because of course we all want sports to be back in the fall and we all want school to look like how it's going to but or how it used to but unfortunately that's not how we are living right now so um, if we can look, take a deep breath, look at the situation for what it is, and then make decisions from there. Um, like Levi said, you know, the worst case scenario might look like to you as um, like taking a year off, but that's something that I actually wish I would have done. Um, 
as a as a freshman, just I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I ended up changing my major. So, you know, this could be a blessing to some people to take a breath and take a pause and just kind of make sure it's what they really want and before they go and uh, get in debt <laughs> paying for a degree that they don't necessarily want. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Levi and Ray, for um, the students and their families that are trying to decide if they should continue their athletic career in college, if they're able to handle it, um, the different um, stresses that could be on their plates, just possibly moving to a different state and taking those college classes, what would you say would be the positive, biggest positive or takeaway from playing um, your sport in college during those four years? Um, my biggest takeaway was, uh, like, even though it is a lot of, like, juggling schedules, it actually, um, it was some of the best memories I ever had and made. Um, it really grew me into the person I am today and also taught me a lot of ways to manage my time. But aside from all of that, um, you kind of go into college with a built-in friend group, which is really nice. Um, it can be kind of difficult to make friends in college because you're not, you know, eight hours a day in front of the same people. Um, but being on a sports team kind of gives you that that common ground to start making friends, which is really great, especially if you are going out of state for college. Yeah, definitely the social aspect. Um, you know, having having a team that you are stepping into that right when you get on campus, you automatically have other people that you at least share commonalities with and um, you share kind of the things you're going through together. You know, the, those practices are going to be a lot tougher than they were in high school. You're, um, if you're competing against other opponents, those opponents are going to be a lot more difficult than they were in high school. So just having a, a kind of that built-in friend group. Um, now, you, you may not always get along with all of your teammates, but at least you have that commonality of, you know, we are one team. We, are, we do have a common goal that we're working towards. Um, and there are a handful of those teammates that I'm still keeping contact with today. Um, and if, you know, if you think that going into college and meeting people is hard, wait until you get out of college and try to make new friends. It's, it's a lot more difficult. So if you can load them up in college uh, and hold on to them tight, it's going to be beneficial. So you guys have given us a lot of good information, but if you were kind of looking back, maybe even that transition from high school to college, what is something that you really wish you would have known that maybe would have made, you know, your journey a little bit easier or more successful? I'd say for me, because um, I was very eager to get out of state when I, um, you know, when I was pursuing different schools. I had grown up my whole life in Missouri. I kind of wanted to get out and see places, which I definitely suggest that that's, um, your passion, what you're wanting to do. But I found myself being a lot more comfortable um, when we came back and went to Southeast Missouri State, which was only about an hour to an hour 20 from where I grew up. Um, and I saw it being a lot more convenient at being that close to be able to go home for holidays and things like this. When I was in Omaha, um, it was kind of hit or miss on whether I would have the time to travel back home, the finances to travel back home. Um, you know, and I had a lot of teammates who, who ran into the same thing. So being far from home can be a plus because you definitely get to get out of your comfort zone. You get to meet new people and get new experiences. Um, but also just keep in mind that that means you're further from home. And in those times when, you know, it's good to be close to family, it can just be a little tougher to navigate. So um, keeping that in mind in your 
decision as well. Okay. Brady, what about you? Been trying to think of that. Um, I feel like I really went into college with kind of just an open mind. So there wasn't really anything that I came across besides losing my major. I didn't expect that to happen. Um, I don't know if there's things that I necessarily wish I would have known. Um, at the time, the scheduling component of it was tough for me. Um, I'm a really social person, so I, I definitely, uh, my first couple years in college, treated it more as a social thing <laughs> than an educational thing. So I kind of wish that I would have had those skills, those organizational skills before I went to organize my schedule mostly, um, to be able to, you know, spend time with friends and a boyfriend. And I, I had a, a job for a couple semesters on top of being a college athlete. So, yeah, just someone that skill of organizing time. Okay. Great, great uh, information you shared with us today. Both very great journeys and you guys have experienced a lot of things and and done very well for yourselves. And um, sounds like you had some great advice to offer up to our students and our parents listening to the podcast today. So thank you both for your time Um, and good luck to both of you in your future endeavors. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of I Wish I Would Have Known, the only podcast hosted by four educators with over 70 years of experience. We really hope you guys enjoyed this week's topic, but we would still love to hear your ideas. Uh, What would you like to hear about in future episodes? Let us know. We're really easy to get a hold of. All the links are in our bio. Lastly, we hope you guys will subscribe to our podcast, but at the very least, please tune in to our next episode of I Wish I Would Have Known. Thanks, everybody.